Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Inga Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, Chino Liao, Emil ASH all checking in. On your audio-only pick of the week episode, as we always do every Tuesday. Really glad to be sharing this space with you once again so we can let you know about the best of wrestling from the past week, at least in our humble opinions, in our humble points of view. Uh, if you want, you want to keep the conversation going, if you want to let us know what your picks of the week are, as always, you can hit us up on Twitter and on TikTok. It is at Wrestling2XPod or on the Facebook page, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. There's a lot we got to get to. We've got a semi-full house now that Chino's back. Zero in the lang talagang kulang. But before we get down to business, Emil, let the good people know what's coming up for our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patrons, especially as we are really into high gear on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, so we are on the road to WrestleMania. And of course, madaming ganap. Uh, in the next month or so and uh, you could uh, enjoy some of our perks of being a Patreon by subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5 being a part of our Patreon of course uh, may mga watch parties Wrestlemania we have a watch party coming up next month I think Ro will plug that a little bit later so uh, other perks of uh, joining our Patreon is the Discord community where uh, we talk about everything and anything under the sun. Of course, we talk about wrestling, but of course, we also talk about other things like gaming, fashion, food, sports, memes, everything else. And of course, another uh, perk of subscribing to our Patreon is our Pasabais with the next one coming during WrestleMania season. So if you want to get your authentic WWE shop merch, you could get your merch through us as well. And uh, we also have the review content from the weekly wrestling shows like Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, NXT, and some local wrestling events as well. And by subscribing to our Patreon, you are supporting the podcast and everything that we do here. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as $5, or in our local currency, it's around 260 to 270 pesos. 
All right, all right. So I gotta clarify that uh, you watch party night. the watch party for WrestleMania is a big deal. We'll be having it at Skinny Mike's on April two and three. That is a Sunday and a Monday. And Shepard, it's not exclusive to our patrons. Uh, what will be exclusive to our patrons are um, smaller watch parties, either online or physical. We'll be, you know, working on that a little bit more as we proceed after WrestleMania. But you can be guaranteed that we're having different stuff in the works. So if you want to watch premium live events with us on Sunday mornings, that's enough for WWE, then uh, stay tuned because we will be doing things differently and we'll be working those out. For WrestleMania, we're also lining up some big stuff. We are lining up some cool sponsors for the show. So if you want to get some swag as well, I heard may conting ano, may conting important stuff in there and maybe some cool toys as well. We're working on that. You should go sign up. It's only 400 pesos for one day and 750 for two day passes. We'll be working out the final ticketing system, but for now you can head to our page at the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. There's a link there. You can get tickets uh early here and uh you know, lock down your spot for the watch party at Skinny Mike's. Hey, I'm just really happy that the watch parties are back. It's been so long since we actually had a proper watch party for WrestleMania or any premium live event for that matter. Um, I'm not going to be there, so I'm going to be enjoying vicariously through whatever posts Ro, Emil, Chino, and Rowan are able to make for uh, WrestleMania. Obviously, I have to be here to call the show. No, no complaints there, but I'm sure enjoy it at the watch parties, whether it's at Skinny Mike's or wherever you choose to go. But uh, you consider Skinny Mike's first because that is the OG spot for your wrestling viewing parties. All right, uh, let's get to our picks of the week. We've got a lot, like I said, apat kami ngayon. So we're going to start with Chino. Take us outside of WWE first, bud, and let us know what your pick of the week is. So my pick of the week goes out to an episode of Impact Wrestling's Diary. So I just discovered this over the past few weekends um, that I've been out. Impact is actually starting to churn out their own uh, versions of the WWE Network. The ones remember WWE Network. And they have their own original series on online on Impact Wrestling. Um, and you can access it via subscription. But this particular episode of Diary, which is... Very akin to your uh, WWE 24-7s, if you remember that show, is about Jordan Grace and her recent body transformation. Well, it's not just only that. It actually covers her entire wrestling career, the start of her career in the Indies when she was a high school student, to her wrestling intergender matches and people's opinions of that are... And to her, even how she handles yung mga trolls and nag-message sa kanya ng dick pics and whatnot. She also talks about that. She also talks about women's imagery in the wrestling, how women's body perceptions can be skewed, especially in such a public platform like professional wrestling. And she talks about um, her recent body transformation and how she's been dealing with all the haters online. And first of all, this is like a very refreshing look. Not just Jordan Grace, the wrestler, but on impact as a whole because they are seriously slept on a lot of the times. Yes, they have that goofy rest thing and their storylines are, are a little underwhelming. But all in all, man, even the Impact, especially the Impact women's division, extremely slept on and Jordan Grace should be a reason why you should be watching Impact Wrestling. 
It's available on YouTube. That's where I caught it. Yeah, it's free on YouTube. Uh, I was watching it on the way home here before we went on the air. It's really, really good. Um, I was surprised at how good the documentary was produced. I dare say it might even be better produced than the actual Impact TV show. So that's how good it is. It's also really well written uh, with regard to what topics they tackle and how each of the resource persons, including Jordan Grace herself, really uh, talk about the topic. So it's nothing that we hardcore fans don't know already. Shempre, we know all about young wrestlers choosing the career path at a young age and then some of them forsaking, you know, a more traditional career path, uh, get a job, get a nine to five, go to college in favor of living out your dream, which she discourages actually with hindsight. And then she talks about how women are portrayed in wrestling, uh, especially back in 2000s, where they were reduced to eye candy. And then if you couldn't do that, then you might not find yourself with a job in the major leagues. So a lot of those were tackled. Um, I also really dig her body transformation. Uh, she looks really, really good because before she had quite a bit of body fat and now she's super, super ripped. And um if you don't know about Jordan Grace, I think you guys should watch this and check out uh, what she's all about. I think this documentary does a great job of establishing what she is about. All right. So, uh, Emil, have you seen this? Because I've seen screenshots on Twitter, people talking about this, but I haven't really had the time to sit down and watch the entire thing. Yes, I also saw this earlier before we started here on the show. And because she's one of those wrestlers that gets so much hate on Twitter for some reason. Like, other wrestlers doesn't get the hate that she gets almost every day. And I'm glad that sometimes it's they're like unreasonable haters already. And I don't know why they didn't see Jordan Grace, honestly. Oh, uh- I can tell you, but on Thursday, because I have a topic that we should right. bring up. Okay, okay. But, but yeah, um, she's one hell of a wrestler. And you, know, you can see the work that she did with her body through through the years. I mean, the first time I saw her was when she made an appearance. Uh, I think that was the all, all in the event, all in event. That was the first time I saw her. And then now, when you look at her, like, malakina siya pero. But like uh, today, she's more ripped and yeah, she's I mean, cut now. Yeah, yeah she super really, jacked. She yeah. really worked hard on getting into her shape, into what she is now. So kudos to her. And um, as much as I wish Nasigura could see her in other promotions, you could feel now she's really at home in Impact, and she's not gonna leave Impact anytime soon. All right, so yeah. there. Uh, that's something to add to your watch lists, uh, it's, especially it's on YouTube. It's only twenty three minutes. Yeah, on it, it's not it, like it's an super, hour yeah. long episode. It, that's, why I, that's what I also appreciated about it. Because uh, ang ang condensed niya and it covered so much ground. So that, yeah, go and watch it. It's free. Very well produced. Uh, and also, I will say with regards to Jordan Grace handling those haters. Di ko alam na naglabas siya ng books. Yeah, just entire books <laughs> with all the <laughs> spam mail and all the hate mail that she gets on a regular basis so by the way she handles all them haters is just hilarious I appreciate that reaction right? instead of being PO'd all the time you you handle it in a humorous fashion kind of like that so it made me appreciate Jordan Grace more as a talent and it made me appreciate Impact Wrestling more as a product yeah. alright we're gonna stay outside of WWE for Rose next pick yeah, uh, measure predictable to pick up, but it is the Iron Man match between Brian Danielson and MJF. 60 minutes. Okay, uh, this got 
a five and three fourth star rating from Dave Meltzer today or over Actually, the more weekend. than sixty guys, yeah, uh, yeah, more than sixty guys. They went overtime yeah. by the sudden death. Yeah, that's right. People are calling it the best one, the best Iron Man match of all time. Second, the best AEW match of all time so far. So uh, personally, I don't like watching matches that go for an hour and more. Uh, Thirty minutes get tap out na, medyo tap out na hoy. But I can see definitely where or how it gets that distinction. When it was pointed out by other podcasters, na MJF really went through a hero's journey and then threw it all away at the sudden death period. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, they did do that, and MJF did go out and up wrestling more than he would show from before, diba? So na grow talaga siya as a wrestler, and Brian Danielson was the guy that took him through that journey. So it was really good. I would say, I guess that MJF made his bones as a world champion wrestler. The question is now, I guess whether or not he's going to sustain that level of wrestling throughout his uh, entire reign. Because I think for now, he's only willing to do that when the opponent is someone like Brian Danielson. So I guess it's his coming out party as a wrestler, but it all boils down to whether he's willing to do all of that still. Uh, I wanted to ask Chino's thoughts because he was there live. What did you think of the whole hour plus long time duration? Well, thank you for passing it to me because as somebody who saw it live, hindi mo naramdaman yung hour, at least I didn't. It actually sped up real fast. Pag tingin ko sa clock, 15 minutes left na lang and they were what? At 3-3 at that point? So parang hindi mo naramdaman eh because you appreciate or I appreciated the fact that it, first of all, they did a lot of pitfalls and covers in, throughout the whole thing. Diba? They didn't just do a fall each and just sit on their thumbs for like the next 50 minutes. I appreciate Kion because the action was there and you were able to watch it and you were able to hang to the edge of your seat. Parang in the basketball sense of things, nagpalitan sila ng threes all throughout. Banger after banger and then they go to double overtime. Parang ganun yung feeling mo eh when you were watching it. Ironically, inside the home of the Golden State Warriors. So I really agree with everything Rose said here and man, just a thing to experience live. Um, I, I'm going to be the dissenter here and it's not that I hate this match um, and you know, I, I love Brian Danielson as much as you guys do. It's just that I really have no patience for, yeah. for long no, I, I agree, I agree. I, I no, like this yeah, match. I yeah. yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I like this match but I probably won't watch it again unless it's in highlight reel form. It didn't really feel like an hour. That's, no, no, that, that's where I disagree with you guys. Because you didn't feel like you were scared. I was scared. 30 minutes in, I, I, just, I was checked out. I was just scared when they 3-3. Oh, okay. Something's happening, right? No, no. I, I agree with that. Um, I couldn't tune in for the first 45 minutes, 50 yeah. minutes. I, I know because in this kind of match, only the last 10 or 5 to 10 minutes really count. And then, course, they went to overtime. That's when it really counted more. So I agree with you there. I'm not saying that this is a match that I particularly enjoyed because it is 60 minutes. Um, I just said that when it was pointed out, I do agree that there was a story told um, within the action, through the action. But yeah, I agree that it's not something I would put myself through again unless it's in highlight real form. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess there's just this tendency for people to over-glorify or to romanticize things na binibigyan ni Dave Meltzer ng sobrang high ratings, di ba? Like, uh, yung Okada Omega 70-plus minute match. Yeah, no, you know seven what? Seven stars, I'll, I'll, right? I'll, I'll stop you right there. 
I haven't even seen that because I'm afraid of how long it is. So yeah. for somebody who's never seen that to say that this one hour plus match is pretty good live, it's if I have to say something, right? Baka iba lang yung feeling talaga live. Especially maybe, um, you know, maybe. When, when you have like uh, high caliber wrestlers like MJF and Brian Danielson. Yeah. It's not like two green wrestlers in the Philippines <laughs> yeah, going, for, going for 30 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, exactly. Diba? No, yeah, maybe, you know? No, yeah. Uh, kasi pagod din ako that day and it was late in the evening and I, I just had no energy for that. Ikaw, Emil, kasi you watched it live, diba? As in, in the morning. Only the first 30 minutes. Then I And then I watched the, the last 30 minutes after, like, noong gabi. So I split the one hour into two. And yun nga, medyo true. Yung, the first 30 minutes, it, it was okay. Pero hindi siya yung, I would pay attention to, like, a lot compared to the last 30 minutes. And But for someone who watches a lot of sports where games can last, like, two hours, Medyo sanay na ako watching longer matches. With the Iron Man, kasi expectation na, okay, it's one hour and things are really going to get to that level where you really need to pay attention. Mga ano na, but not 20 minutes. So, yun. Um, pero hindi pala ako napagod because I split it in two. Pero I could see the point where people can be tired watching an hour of wrestling. Pero I'm gonna agree also with Chino na I'm glad that both of them they didn't do the rest holds for like minutes and then they, they'll do to the next spot. They really wrestled for that one hour. So, siguro for the people inside with the Shea Center, that hour felt like it flew by because mga rest periods except for when the times where MJF would go under the ring and he would drink water which actually because the narrative was MJF, this is the first time where he exceeded like 30, what was said in the commentary? This is the first time that he was 35 minutes in a match. So there was a story also with those water breaks that in, in MJF's case, he didn't have much to go over 40 minutes when you compared him to someone who's like Brian, who we all know Brian can wrestle that long. So I like the story and I like the match. So it's not that it's problem for me in one hour. It's just that I just had to split into two. Sorry, that he brought up the water because my brother and I were saying the same thing. He chugged like five or six bottles throughout the entire match. Tapos no natapos yung regular period, nag oxygen pa siya. So this entire time, my brother and I were like, how out of shape is this dude? Diba? Umunom ka na ng tubig, oxygen ka pa. And then, you know, the payoff was there. So it was just hilarious to see. Like, no, such a troll eh, during the moment. I don't think it's a it's an indictment of how in shape or out of shape you are if you have to drink water in in between a, a match. Right? Because yeah. like, uh, basketball players and football players, well, and whatever have uh-huh. you, will drink will rehydrate in the middle of it. Uh Segura, my disclaimer na lang is this is my pick of the week. Yes, but if you don't have an hour to spare in on just one wrestling match, I would get the last twenty minutes. Because uh, that's in, that includes the another uh, the sudden death overtime period. One last thing to compare Emil's uh, analogy with uh, other sports, but he watches other sports. In those uh, 48 minutes of basketball, uh, the score changes so much that you have to pay attention to the score because that tells the entire story of the game. It's not like in re- in this Ironman match, ca- the score changes so relatively rarely that you can skip like uh, the whole bulk of it and then just pay attention to the last segment because that's when uh, the points on the board are going to matter most. 
Yeah. So, parang soccer pala dapat. Yeah, I guess. Part. Yeah, you can say yeah. that. <laughs> That's a comparison I didn't expect to hear on uh, any of our podcasts. So, thanks for that. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get into the other side of our picks of the week from the WWE banner naman. Uh, stay with us. In the meantime, here's a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Let's get to the second half of our picks of the week, starting off with Emil's, which comes to us from last week's episode of Monday Night Raw. Right, so my pick of the week is the promo between John Cena and Austin Theory. Every time Cena appears on WWE programming, it is always a treat. Because I think And I love the emotion on Cena's face when he came out, but in his hometown. Pag uh, namin Yeah, yeah, and you can see the space. I really, he really missed uh, going going out to the crowd and doing his engines. Um, and I think we should cherish cherish every Cena moment from now on because. You know, maybe this is the end, or who knows? Maybe this is the last WrestleMania that we see uh, of him. And uh, you can see him. What? Like, no, that, that we could see Ball. John Cena in the WWE uh, ring or something. So, um, but but those uh, promo, though, you can tell that Cena definitely put Austin Theory in a swim or sink mode. And the same way, uh, he he's always doing this. I think we already touched it on. The episode last week, he he would always do this against the new guys. Like the, if there's someone up and coming, and you know Cena sees him, like oh, itas ko nga to kung ano humakasabay basakin sa microphone. So he kind of did the same thing with Austin Theory. And to be fair, for me, ha, Austin Theory held up his own against John Cena in, in this promo. And for me, anoy um this promo sold me on their WrestleMania match. This the just this one promo. Sold Nakodon. They didn't need any more build up to it. I know we again, we talked about this already uh last week, but the theme of the match is the present against the future. And that alone I'm already sold. So um kudos to both C9 Theory for, for that promo on Raw. Yeah, uh as we mentioned last week, um you seem satisfied now with yes. uh this one promo and you can go the next three weeks without seeing Cena or Theory on TV. I'm gonna have to disagree with that. <laughs> I'm gonna need more. Uh I, I actually want Cena and Theory to get physical with one another, especially now na Lumabas yung bali balita na tapos na yung filming nung next project ni Cena and he has a few weeks na break in between filming, which is more than enough time for him to actually get back into the swing of things that at least for Raw and SmackDown heading into WrestleMania. So I'm, I want them to get physical. I want uh, more barbs between Cena and Austin Theory here. Yeah, we're going to get a little bit more of Cena, especially considering Fast X is coming in May, right? So it's not that far off. 
So he's going to do a little promo for that. Papakita ulit siya. Might even walk away with the championship. We don't know. I can't really say. Diba? But there's a reason the timing of this is so close to, to that movie. Definitely be seeing a lot more of John Cena, whether we want to or not, I guess. Uh, I don't have anything to add that we didn't already mention last Thursday. So all I'm going to say is there is a possibility that Dolly De Leon can have a picture with the United States Championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you missed yung, uh, the, the announcement from CNN Philippines or the report rather from CNN Philippines, apparently there's an upcoming project featuring Simulio, Dolly De Leon, and John Cena all and in Aquafina. one film. And Aquafina there, that's the name I missed. So four Asians. Oh, four Asians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, they're going to be being chilling together in that uh, new project. All right, uh, let's go to Rowan's pick of the week from SmackDown. It it was the five way Intercontinental Championship uh, number one contenders match. Medyo na sayang na na wala si Kofi dito because uh, of the ankle injury that he sustained on uh, the previous episode, and that is reportedly going to take him out of WrestleMania. So Xavier Woods took his place in the match, and uh, Rowan loved the fact that. It was all of these five guys. He actually wants a multi-man ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania just to recreate what we had in the mid-2010s. I'm not sure how you guys feel about that. I actually don't want that. And if nga yung internet rumors about Drew and Sheamus facing Gunther, I would prefer it to be that instead of a cluster F like we had for 31 and 32. Um, I don't know. Um, because that cluster fuck that we had um in 31, I believe. Uh, 32, sorry. It was 32. Uh, that was a bunch of guys and and Daniel Bryan. Right? And then Zack Ryder won the whole thing. Right? No, no, no. Uh, Bryan won 31. Uh, Zack Ryder won 32. Uh, so there 32. were cluster Fs in both. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But this isn't quite the same thing. Like this was like a bunch of big deals in the same match. Right? So I think Rowan the one is kind of justified in wanting all of these guys to uh to be in one match. But uh on the other hand, um I also don't really want to see Gunther in a ladder match. I just want to see him kick ass in a straight up match. And if that straight up match is versus Drew and Sheamus, then that's gonna be fun. I think that might just steal the show as most Gunther matches do. Yeah. Uh he- See, Rowan is also uh, showing some love to Xavier Woods, who hasn't won a singles title yet in the WWE, uh, especially if you don't count King of the Ring. And uh, they also mentioned on commentary, you know, the, the last time Xavier Woods challenged for a singles championship was like 10 years ago. So um, Woods being here, despite the circumstances that led to it, uh, was still a great thing. Good coming out party for Xavier Woods to remind people about his capacity as a singles wrestler. So uh, Sanit leads to something for him down the line since WrestleMania does look like a Gunther, Drew, and Sheamus banger in the making. What did you guys think about yung controversial finish? Because Rowan uh, actually likes this because it sets up uh, yung, uh, the potential for Gunther, Drew, and Sheamus. Uh, Emil, d- did you like the way that this happened? Oh, and um, I asked myself, Pwede pala yung dalawang referee? <laughs> 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 You gotta watch more wrestling, son. It's not it's not the first time it happened. Yeah, I mean, like every Royal Rumble, there's like a there's like oh. a, a battalion of referees at ring. Right. Remember that one Rumble where Vince had to go out and tore his squads or some shit. Then what did you referee then? Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I I like it because at, at least we're gonna get another match between Sheamus and Drew. Pero mas prefer ko triple set na lang eh. So I don't know. Maybe they're gonna have a no contest. Uh, next week, 
But yeah, um, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the finish. Yeah, uh, if you have been following Sheamus's career, you should know. Na siya sa mga ganyan. Remember Cesaro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A part of me wants to see how Gunther does in a ladder match, though, because I don't think we've actually. Seen uh, it. They did it in a house show, so MSG, but um, they didn't really show footage of that. I'm, I, I don't feel hyped about that okay. possibility, but yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, you know, it's not a thing you want to see. But then, if you're gonna be like the main event guy, you can dodge ladder matches, the man. Yeah, I'm not saying he should. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that he should also, but I just it's just a, a point of curiosity on my end. Yeah. Uh so there, that's Rowan's pick of the week from SmackDown, yung uh fatal five-way match to determine the number one contender. Nah, as of recording, hindi pa rin Uh let's close out with mine also from SmackDown, and it's the latest chapter in Ray versus Dominic Mysterio. So um I, I just want to take some time to talk about uh Ray Mysterio really upholding this uh noblest of baby faces act. Nah, he really doesn't want to hit his son. And um, it, it's a story na alam naman natin yung conclusion and it's gonna be Ray versus Dominic at Wrestlemania but we're three weeks in and ayo pa rin ni Ray sapakin si Dominic and we've seen the build up we've seen all the things that Dominic has said towards Ray calling him a deadbeat dad na uh, he should be inducted in the deadbeat dad hall of fame instead of the WWE hall of fame and none of us here in this call are our fathers, right? But let's say that you were. That we know of, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that we know of. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure wala akong anak there uh, floating around unlike like uh, the Revillas or the Dolphies of the world, right? <laughs> uh, but let's say you were a dad. Where do you draw the line? Where do you finally hit your son? Like, what does it have to take? What does he have to say for you to finally strike him? Because I can't answer this question. I, sorry, sorry, go ahead, Gina. Go ahead. Sorry, as I come from a, the Liao household, this is a spanking household. The moment you step out of line, you get a fist, son. So I, I will carry that same philosophy from here on out. So uh, that that's what I stick with. I will say, though, that, that Dominic Mysterio is just putting out banger heel work just as prison dawn and <laughs> which is ridiculous but hilarious at the same time and even as disrespectful petulant child gimmick that he has going on for him now he's living up to the whole I'm a prisoner I'm an ex-condom gimmick that he has going for him and in every single fashion he was on an episode of Celtic Warrior Workouts with his Seamus's non-kayfabe wrestling uh, vlog series that he does and he came on that show as Prison Dom. He taught Seamus a 15-minute yard workout. Tapos <laughs> ang finisher nila, what ang a finisher weenie. ng workout na yun, <laughs> nagnakaw sila ng tubig. That is like dedication <laughs> to the gimmick right there. And so I I, mean, I just have to commend them on that. Uh-huh. Yeah, Um. it's easy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh. I don't. I don't even know if I'm ever gonna be a father, but uh, it's easy to say that you're gonna do better than the previous generations. It's easy to say you won't hit your kid because you should know better, right? But uh, I guess um, when they hit you and then they're that big, they're grown ass adult like ex condom is. Maybe there is like a justification to hit back. Like I don't know. I have this personal rule then that I don't hit anyone in cold blood. But I gotta wait for them to hit me first. So maybe that's the rule I'll I'll do. I asked our uh, father friends what they would do, and they couldn't separate the wrestling out of the, <laughs> out of the real life. So, uh, wala, wala rin ako from them. 
Yeah. So <laughs> feeling ko ano, feeling ko ma- uh, masasaktan yung nanay ni Dom. He's probably going to accidentally yeah, yeah, hit that's, Angie. That's also a good, yeah, it's also a good way to look at why Ray isn't doing a thing, diba? So I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take for Ray in storyline. I think Angie's <laughs> going to get hit and then that's when shit goes no, down. No, kasi hindi, kasi uh, Dom's beef isn't with his mom. So I don't understand. There is no reason for him to hit his mom. Yeah, I think inevitably because of Ray Mysterio's induction to the Hall of Fame, we're going to get a Ray putting over Dom moment here. It's going to break people's hearts, diba? So parang because Rey Mysterio has gone on the record saying that he only will do a Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio match if this was his last match out the door. So kung dito papunta to, then I am going to have to predict a Rey Mysterio retirement match here. It's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. I also want to shout out Legado del Fantasma here. Um, I kind of appreciated how nagturn face slowly si Santos Escobar like first showing respect and love to Ray, and then pinamana ni Ray yung uh, yung mask kay Santos Escobar, and then now all of a sudden the rest of Legado have come out as rest back for Ray Mysterio. Like, okay, I get why Santos turned face, but where were Zelina, Joaquin, and Cruz when all of this was happening? Like, did they just turn face by association via osmosis? No, I think it happened when Rhea Ripley just picked up Santos Escobar like a cruiserweight. <laughs> honestly, I think that's how it happened. Because when before it was just one on one, now it's like it became two v one. So, parang kinaan din rest back, champion. What a perfect excuse to make the God of the Fantasma appearance again. Yeah, they all came out together on SmackDown as race backup. So, yun palang parang they already looked indignant, but in a babyface way. Parang don't you dare disrespect this lucha legend. So, ilang uh, nagulat lang ako dun. They were attacked by Judgment Day, the bus. Yes, so, yes. That was this week, but not the weeks before. Yeah, because the Judgment Day had outnumbered Ray, and then that's when Legado came out in full force. Yeah, uh, I guess malino na sunod-sunod sa parang aso. Ikaw, Emil, any thoughts on uh, Ray still refusing to hit Dominic three weeks out from Mania? Um, ang masabi ko lang is, sa wrestling ka lang makakita ng, ng people who are rooting for the father to yeah, that, their own. That is really, <laughs> that is really strange. Like, you guys not hear yourself advocating for <laughs> you know, child abuse because Dom is a, is a grown-ass man. But Also, Dom is the aggressor. Yeah, yeah. he's 25 and engaged. So, you know. And I'm the game. I guess we're all looking at the, we're, we're, we're also thinking of Dom as the bleach-blonde-haired kid from 2005. Yeah, clearly he's uh, no longer that baby even though the different commentators have been referencing how I've known this kid since he was a baby. Like if Booker T on NXT would uh, say na, oh, I've known him since he was a tiny whatever. So like... Because Cole, right? Cole said it a lot on SmackDown. Yes, yes. Oh. Cole has a personal investment in, yeah. uh, <laughs> That's in right. the story. Yes, because he's um, seen this person grow, literally. Speaking of personal investment, I actually we're we're kind of getting away from the one of the best things about this promo, which is uh, Dom saying he wishes he was Eddie's son instead. So Yo, uh, yeah. one that disregarded like months of storytelling from two thousand five because they <laughs> clearly established that Dom was Eddie's kid and then Ray. and then they had uh, documents and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. but um, I do like that they finally acknowledged that story because in a way, even if it was retconning the whole thing, it did acknowledge that there was a, a fight for custody. So. Yeah, there was a dispute. No, yeah. uh, uh, since we're talking about Ray and Dominic and Eddie, I just want to share this story real quick. So I was in Boracay with family and 
with Aryan earlier this month. And then on the way there, we were wearing our matching I'm your papi slash mommy shirts. So it was the first time she'd seen both shirts. So she asked, oh, bakit magkaibang shirts natin? Why does yours say Eddie Guerrero at the back and mine says Rhea Ripley? And I was like, to explain this, I'm going to have to introduce the lore, which goes all the way back to 2005. And she just stopped me right there <laughs> and said she didn't want to hear it. And I, I was pretty sad. I put in a chismis. <laughs> no, she eventually gave in. No, nasa aeroplano na kami, and she could no longer run away. But uh, so yeah, um, it is a thing. Nah, you know, there are people who clearly don't know the lore, and uh, you know, people who sadly don't want to hear about it. But yeah. Uh, so there, those are our picks. Uh, let us know what you think about the selections for this week. If you want to add to the conversation, as always, you can hit us up at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok or on Facebook and Instagram. You can also follow us over there at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, last week, we did an in studio recording at PNA. We're going to do another one in April to celebrate our ninth anniversary of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So uh, stay tuned for details. We're going to be announcing them on our social media as they become available. In the meantime, we're going to catch you on Thursday for another live stream, 7 p.m. as always on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, please follow us individually as well and uh, talk to us about wrestling. You know, we, we always love uh, engaging with you online. It is at Rowis War. At Chino Supersized, at EML underscore Meister, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stan C. Uh, special thanks to our babyface producers over at PNA for doing all of the important work behind the scenes to uh, make sure that you've got these podcasts to listen to. On behalf of Emil ASH, Chino Liao, and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C, saying stay safe and stay healthy and don't be a dick. Wrestling, wrestling podcast out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.